Hey everybody, welcome to Raven's House of Horror. Raven here again this week doing a quick review on Sweatshop. Sweatshop, I picked this copy up like around 2010, then I seen it on the Tubi streaming app, and I was like, you know what? I haven't seen this in such a long time. I remember it being somewhat good, so I figured I'd watch it again and then do a review on it. The premise goes, a group of friends break into a bandit factory in order to throw a impromptu rave party, unaware that it's not as empty as they think it is inside the warehouse. So, before I get started, I'm just going to run down the, the cast like I usually do. And, you know, it's a B-movie. This is one of my last ones of the week. And, um... So just to run through the cast real quick before I give my review on it. Here's Crystal Freeman. She's the lead in this movie. She goes as Lolly, the punk head. Then we have Vivi Sterling, who plays Brandy, a tough, strong chick. Then we have Melanie Dinghino. She plays Jade. Danielle Jones. She plays Kim. Julen. She plays Miko. And Nakia Malavavu. She plays Enix. And Jeremy Summerall, he plays the Beast. And the Beast is the main destroying guy. I'll get into that in a second. We have Brent Hems as Brent himself. And Peyton Witzel as Scotty Boy. Stacy Davidson, she wrote the movie. And Ted Guggenheim, also his sister in the writing. And then we have Stacy Davidson again, who directed the movie. So I just wanted to run down the credits and the cast real quick before I get into the review. So to me, it's like the story is about a group of young people, punks, emos, goths, who are at an abandoned warehouse, setting up for a rave to start at like 11 o'clock, you know, so they got there a little early so they could set up. The party turns into a whole bloody mess. And while they're setting up stuff, you know, they're drinking, smoking, having a good time. Everybody there basically is trying to get laid. You know how it is. Typical, you know, horror movie, especially B-horror movie. And I, when I first seen this movie, I really enjoyed it in my younger years. <laughs> But seeing it again, I mean, to me, it was a lot of plot holes and a lot of just stupidness going around. But it still, to me, is a fun movie. But what saves this movie for me, and if you're a gore hound, it has a lot of blood. I do, and I can say that the killings were worth it just for the watch. Because I'll get into the beast in a second. But... The amount of gore and blood that's in this movie and the effects are nice to look at they're kind of realistic and it seemed like they they actually spent the money on the gore part of the movie and didn't really care about the storyline like the stories felt like it was just thrown in there right basic rave going and set up and there's a killer there no thought to it you know we guys we could all do that ourselves you know but it wasn't nothing no real standout scenes you know there's a couple of sex scenes and there's a couple 
of key moments of things of what happened, especially towards the end. But I'm not trying to pick apart the movie to that part like that, but I say I would give this movie a one-time watch. But anyway, as it goes, the story lacked story. It seemed like it was just thrown apart and thrown things was thrown in there. Things was just to me was out of place in certain moments. And like I said, I really enjoyed the movie. But to me, what kept me watching after I seen the first couple of kills, that just kept me watch through it for the kills. Like I was just waiting for the next kill because I really liked how they did this. So to me, it's like they spent the money for the, the FX part of the movie. The acting wasn't too shabby. I mean, if you've seen any decent B-horror movie, then just think that's how it was. And if you're into nudity, they had a couple of decent nudity parts with one of the emo goth girls, with one of the producers of the the music festival that rave that they're having, like their manager or something, which is a whole mess and everything. But like I said, this parts of the movies, I'm not going to go through the kills because I really say you should, guys should watch it just for the kills. But this, it's this guy called The Beast. He's just this big, massive of a guy. He, maybe like 6'6", six, 6'5", six, six, very thick guy with kind of like a big fur coat kind of thing with a welding mask. But he got this hammer and it's more like a, it's like a, it's like a big axe hammer, but so thick at the end of it. It's like a big anvil and the things he do with it to these kids is insane. And I loved every minute of it. Like I like all types of horrors and there's sometimes I want my guilty pleasure, like gore horror, a little bit of nudity here and there. And sometimes you don't like to think that much. So you can sit there you know, have a drink and just be like, I'm not even thinking about it. I'm just watching it for what it is, a stupid horror gore movie and a little bit of nudity just thrown here and there. But there's a part in the service elevator when they're going up and the thing he does to this girl, it's just, it's just to me, it's worth just to watch that part and a part. And there's another part where he does with his hammer to this poor kid that was just trying to get laid. So not even just the kills were really great, but when he kept people hostage, he kept certain people hostage, like he tied them up with barbed wire. And he didn't do all this himself. He had minions. It's like he had a girl that was in there. She was a ghoul. So she, the thing is basically when he kills you or gets you, you turn into a kind of a ghoul and from the beginning, it started off with a naked girl running, trying to get away from a party they had in there years ago. Not even years, sorry, not years ago. Like maybe the night before. And it was a couple of their friends that was there doing the party that they didn't go to. So next thing you know, she's a ghoul because he, he caught her and killed her in the beginning of the movie. And then she he was helping her throughout, helping the beast throughout the movie. So... Now on, when he's killing certain people, they turn into goos to assist him to set up traps and to lure the rest of the, you know, the kids for the festival rave to, so he could to, to them to trap them. So when he traps some of the the rave goers, 
you know, he tortures them. He do certain things to them. I mean, certain things are turned away. It's like shit. And some of them are like, hmm, I could see sit through this, but you just don't know what moment it is. And there's, like I said, there's like four or five wicked kills in this. But no kill is lightly. From the, the weakest kill, it's still like kind of a head-turning kill. So, like I said, um, the acting, blah. The story, blah. The kills, 100% was worth it and kind of realistic, like I said. And it was quite, the kills, like, it was, it was like a whole bunch of violence and mayhem was executed in quite well, fun way. It was in a morbid way, actually. There are some fairly, like, interesting and brutal scenes to be throughout the movies that keep you going, as I said. But towards the end of the movie, I could totally say um, I felt like I wasn't cheated. Like, I felt like I didn't waste an hour and a half of my life. Because at the end of the movie, not going to give nothing away, no spoilers here, but actually when all the, the people are dying one by one, the people that are giving the rave, um, the the rave goers started coming up and then they get trapped in there. And then that is just like a, that's just a hell fest. Like when I seen the 2022, um, Texas, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, that bus scene. Uh, he, this is kind of something like that, but pre-Texas Chainsaw Massacre because this one came out in 2009. But um, I still, but I say it's worthy as that scene when he traps them inside the warehouse. But if I have to give it how many Raven Wings, I would give it um, maybe two and a half a straining three and that's just like i said because of the gore and like i said if you're a good if you're a gore fan definitely see this one and don't pay attention to nothing else and you don't get a drink enjoy it and you'll love it and they had some other things going on in the movies too like they had um like the trivia part of it like the girl enix the character enix is named after the Enix Corporation from um, now Square Enix, the publisher of the new video game as Dragon Warrior and Exvius. So they used her name from there. I just know that's kind of a fun fact. And during the credits, after the pictures, after the picture of the cast is shown, there's extra scenes. So if you're still watching the movie when it ends, wait till they show a picture of the cast and and still stay hanging there with it because there's an extra scene shown in that in that part. And when there's another fun fact, like a goof, like when Miko turns around and says, I like the Bee Gees, her lips don't even move. So like, it was like put into it. Like these are little things I try to look for and catch and let you guys know because it's like fun little tidbits and, you know, catches of mistakes. But like I said, I enjoyed this movie. I gave it a strain in three, and it's just because of the gore. So I hope you guys enjoy it and try to see it. And next week, we have something else coming out that I'm gonna, I'm happy to do this review on. So we're going to get into the mainstream next week. So let's go. 
If you want to follow me on Instagram and see all the movies I post for, it's Ravens underscore horror. And on my podcast Instagram handle is Ravens underscore House of Horror. YouTube, there should be some videos up there this week. So take a look on there. I'll give out my channel on the next in the next review. Yes. So thank you guys for listening. Raven out.